I'm McKinney Smith. In 2009, while going through a divorce, I decided to jump straight into entrepreneurship. In 2012, I lost my sister and asked myself, what legacy do I want to leave behind? Since then, I've become a serial entrepreneur, helping other women publish their books, produce their podcasts, and reach their big goals to walk in their greatness. I realized the importance of sharing our stories of resilience and how it can be another's guide to walk in a manner worthy of their calling. We are blessed to be a blessing. So get ready to be blessed with an inspiring testimony. Hey, Legacy Leavers, thank you for joining us on the Awaken My Stilettos podcast, the top 1.5% most popular show globally, where we have conversations with extraordinary women letting us step into their shoes. I help women own their voice to create impact, prosperity, and legacy. I get inspired when I see another woman succeeding, but I'm more interested in her backstory and her mindset on how she got there. Since you're already here, you may as well subscribe. So this week's episode, I'm not interviewing a guest, but what I am doing is basically giving you some insight into my journey with the podcast over the last four years. October 15th marks the four-year anniversary of the Walk in My Stilettos podcast. Four years since I've been putting out weekly episodes, since I've been having weekly conversations with inspiring women sharing their stories of resilience. During that time, I've shared a couple of solo episodes, not only of bits and pieces of my story, but sharing the adversities that I've overcome, the adversities through my health, the adversities through relationships, the adversities through caring for a chronically ill child, all kinds of adversities. So today's episode, I wanted to give you a bit of a backstory uh, behind the podcast, the story of how the podcast came to be. So as I started growing as a brand after I wrote my first couple of books, I had people online begging me to start a YouTube channel. They wanted to know more about my story. They wanted to know more about my family, my children, the things that I was sharing on social media including a lot of the insights that I was uh, sharing about the lessons that I learned in life. Now, I'm sure you've listened to enough episodes, and if you follow me on social, you will have heard me say many times that I'm a severe introvert. Not only (laughs) do I have extreme shyness, social anxiety, but I thrive in my alone time. I re-energize by being alone being around others and I guess putting myself in the spotlight basically drains my energy. Now, I love people, but I can only do them in small doses and too many at a time is very overwhelming for me. I'm extremely sensitive to energy. So when I was asked to start a YouTube channel, when I was asked to not only put myself, my life out there even more. That thought terrified me. Now, as a mindset coach, of course, I had to dig into what were my fears around that and why I feared that. But at the time, I thought, how can I still serve 
and give the community what they're asking for while honoring myself. And the idea of a podcast came to me. So instead of starting a YouTube channel, I decided to start a podcast. It was a way for me to not only share more of my story, but I thought if I were to interview other women that have stories of resilience, then I could have meaningful conversations, conversations that fed not only my soul, but the soul of the community that is listening. So that is how the Awaka My Stilettos podcast came to be. And of course, it took on a life of its own. Four years later, here we are. So I'm going to share with you some lessons that I have learned thus far. When I started the podcast, I had no idea what I was doing. I listened to podcasts, but I had never attempted to do anything um, in this creative way at that point. I had no idea how to record, where to record, how to edit, where to edit. I knew nothing, but I learned as I went along the way. I made a decision that I was going to do the podcast and I was committed to getting it done. And I learned everything I needed to learn. And I was able to, I'm going to say, build on my expertise in these different areas. And I was able to, um, I guess, find my way (laughs) in the process and be successful at it to the point where I was, you know, teaching masterclasses and teaching others to successfully, you know, start, launch and market their podcast. But I built confidence as I started the process. So, you know, as an introvert, many of us, we don't like to talk a lot. (laughs) Many of us don't like the sound of our own voice. Many of us, um, you know, being in the spotlight makes us very uncomfortable. And I'm one of those people where, you know, small talk and impromptu conversations make me nervous. So in doing the podcast, I was able to not only build confidence in having conversations, I was able to build confidence in communicating what I believed in. I was able to build confidence in my ability to coach on the spot. You know, there's been probably maybe 80 to 90% of the interviews that I've done on the podcast, where once we're done and we stop recording, the guest says, wow, that felt like a therapy session. Like, where where do I pay? (laughs) Where do I drop my offering? Wow, that was, you know, so helpful. Or I just shared something I've never shared publicly before. Or I've just shared something that I've never shared with anyone before. The conversation, you know, made me feel so comfortable that I forgot we were recording, but that felt great. That built my confidence. It built my confidence as a coach. It built my confidence as a podcaster. It built my confidence as a person. It also felt like a form of therapy for me. Being able to have conversations with women who are building multi-million dollar companies about the adversities that they've overcome. Hearing the similarities in their stories or finding a commonality between all the women's stories 
you know, that their pain birthed their purpose. It was like confirmation for me, confirmation about my purpose, confirmation about the vision that I have for the impact that I want to make in this world. It was a form of therapy in a sense where the conversations felt like like social proofing, but a, a relief in a sense of, okay, I'm I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. Um, you know, other people have experienced this. I'm not the first. I'm not the only. I'm not that, you know, different. But at the same time, it helped me to process a lot of the things that I had not taken the time to process. I also learned that podcasting, although I had heard this from the beginning. It's a long-term game. <laughs> it's definitely a marathon. It's 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 not a sprint. Um, it's really about commitment. Podcasting has to be something that you are passionate about, something that you will do if you don't make a dime from it. It's about consistency. You know, it requires you to be consistent with a lot of things, not just recording uh, podcast episodes. It requires consistency with the production of it. It requires consistency with, you know, pitching yourself to, uh, you know, people who've never heard of you before. It required and helped me to build the habit of consistency. Being able to put out these conversations, these episodes every single week, it was more than just the consistency of the conversations. Putting out a podcast every single week that is not seasonal for the last four years has helped me to build on the habit of consistency. Being consistent with sending emails to reach out to upcoming guests, being consistent with replying, you know, to their team or their management or their agencies, being consistent with editing, being consistent with, um, you know, the whole production process, being consistent with creating content about the podcast, it has taught me and helped sharpen my skills of consistency. The podcast has also solidified for me that if you don't ask, the answer will always be no. When I first started the podcast, I thought, who is going to say yes to me interviewing them on this platform? And after going through, you know, my inner circle of friends, my network of women that I wanted to have on the show, I had a a chicken list, a list of women that I would love to one day interview, but didn't have the guts to ask because I thought, well, why would they say yes to me? Who am I? This, you know, shy, introverted girl, they have no idea who I am. Why would they say yes? And slowly but surely, I started to challenge myself each week to reach out to one person off that chicken list. And 99% of the time they said yes. That also built my confidence in terms of who I reached out to, to have conversations with. It built my confidence in sliding into the DMs and building rapport with these women to then ask, would they be interested in sharing their story on the podcast? And many times they've said yes. We've had some amazing guests on the show with really huge platforms and communities with, you know, millions and some hundreds of thousands of followers on social media that I thought 
why would they say yes to me? But they did. And in them saying yes, not only did they come on and share their stories in an authentic and vulnerable way, but we were able to connect. I was able to not only build my network of energetically aligned people, but I was able to have conversations, deep conversations with women that I never thought I would have conversations with. And in doing so, not only being of value to them outside of the podcast, but vice versa, being able to now call some of them friends, now being able to reach out if I need a favor or, you know, with the upcoming book, being able to uh, ask if they will share it with their communities, being able to expand my reach, my impact and my legacy. Now, four years of weekly putting out a podcast, obviously there've been some mistakes made along the way. And I would say for starters, one of my mistakes from the very beginning was avoiding video. Now, for those of you who, you know, have your YouTube favorites or you're into YouTube and understand how the platform works, there are many podcasters that are making hundreds of thousands of dollars of residual income from the videos of their podcasts that they post on YouTube. Now, mind you, the Walk My Stilettos podcast is available on YouTube, but it's just a static image and you're listening to the audio. But I believe that one of my mistakes was not having video content for the podcast. As much as these conversations have been extremely meaningful and fruitful to me and the community and all of those of you that continue to listen each week, sometimes in video, being able to see the person's facial expressions, being able to see that passion, it can bring a whole new level of meaning to what someone takes from those conversations. So I feel that's one of the mistakes that I have made, um, as well as not doing seasons to be able to make time for rest. Now, you know, if you watch TV or have a favorite show, they have seasons. Whether their seasons have 12 episodes or 24, they take time between seasons to rest. I regret not making the Awaka My Stilettos podcast have seasons because it's been extremely challenging committing to every single week for the last four years. And in the last four years, I can probably think of about three times that I've had to take about a month off, a month off for self-care. Um, you know, to process not only, you know, caring for an ill child or working through my own health issues. Um, in some cases, you know, during a move, I'm still recording and trying to force time to edit. But because of this season of my life where I'm very, very dedicated to healing and self-care and rest and this whole soft life, that may be one of the shifts that I make with the show Uh, coming up. Uh, 
Also, I feel like one of the mistakes that I've made along the way is saying yes to PR requests to have their clients on the show. Now, I've said this a couple of times on the show and on other interviews that I've been interviewed on, but 95 to 98% of the time, I have said no to PR reps that reach out to have their clients on the podcast because they are pitching a product or they're they're out to pitch something. And if you're a regular listener of the Walk My Stilettos podcast, you'll know that our focus is on their story. It's on the adversities that they've gone through. It's really getting to know the person behind the brand. We don't pitch time-sensitive um, information, We want it to be evergreen. We want the stories four years from now to still be valuable to someone that listens to the show. You can go back and listen to, you know, within our first 10 episodes and still gain value from listening to every woman's story. And the two to five percent of the time that I have said yes, they have been extremely challenging to record. And they don't sit well with my soul. So the fact that, you know, the women that I've reached out to and connected with and we felt aligned energetically, saying yes to the PR pitches for people that are requesting to be on the show didn't feel aligned with some of the other episodes. And it either required an extra ton of editing to edit out all of the constant pitches that they've tried to do. Or honestly, some episodes actually never made it to air because they did not align with the value of the show. I didn't want to sacrifice you as the listener. I didn't want you to feel like you were constantly being sold. So I refuse to sell (laughs) my values um, because my community matters to me. You legacy leavers matter to me. You take the time to listen. And I truly, truly, truly appreciate you. So I wanted to share the top 10 most listened to episodes over the last four years. We've had some amazing, amazing guests. We've had some really big names, which I expected, you know, to have more listens to those episodes. We've had a mix of, you know, women with small communities, large communities. We've had a mix of, you know, women that you may not have known four years ago, but they've grown and evolved and blown up since then and now have a huge audience. So it's interesting to me when I look at the numbers and we look at the stats, the top 10 most listened to episodes. Here we go. Starting with the number one most listened to episode of the Walk My Slows podcast was our interview with Sasha Exeter. That episode was called Breakups and Breakthroughs, and it was released on March 12, 2020. Our number one most listened to episode. Sasha and I had both just experienced breakups, 
breakups that were very unexpected to us. And we had both a few months prior shared on our socials the emotional damage and the grief that we were experiencing. And it was someone in my community that said to me, wow, you two, I would love to hear a podcast episode between the two of you. And I reached out and she said, yes. Now at the time, I believe that that conversation, we have both shifted our perspectives on the situations, but that episode uh, blew up once again I believe it was the following year when there was a huge worldwide incident with Sasha Exeter and another influential person had some conflict online with all of the, uh, I'm going to say the racial pandemic with all of the issues that were happening with Black Lives Matter. And a lot of people went and looked for interviews and um, podcasts pertaining to Sasha. So we had a huge influx of listeners that listened to that episode. Um, Also had some media reach out to me offering some media opportunities because of this episode. So that was our number one most listened to episode. Now, the number two top listened to episode of the Walk My Stilettos podcast was actually a solo episode that I did March 10th, 2022. And it was called Swindled by Deception and Fraud. Now, on that episode, I had recently watched an episode or the the Netflix um, series called uh, Tinder Swindler and realized that I had dated a Toronto version. And I had a post on social media that had gone viral and a lot of media opportunities came to me from that. And I decided that I will share my story on the podcast with my community first. And not only just sharing my story in terms of airing out, (laughs) you know, dirty laundry, but it was about lessons. It was about what to look out for. It was educating people on narcissistic abuse. It was educating people on financial abuse. It was educating people that there are women out here that are independent, that are doing their own thing, that are making money, that are being taken advantage of, that they're being taken advantage of uh, financially, Their kindness is being taken advantage of. And it was, I'm going to say, a part of my learning experience and my own healing journey that I have already been on since that relationship ended, which is the same, coincidentally, the relationship that Sasha and Exeter and I had talked about um, in our conversation two years prior. And number three would be the episode with Kim Fitzpatrick titled Unlocking the Trauma of Procrastination, which was released July 16th, 2020. Now, Kim Fitzpatrick has since become a very near and dear friend of mine. We've partnered on a few things and we keep in contact. We've gone for nature walks. She is absolutely a beautiful, beautiful soul. And on this episode, she not only talks about losing her mother to cancer when she was a a child, but also her childhood wounds that she had to work through as an adult, 
the near-death experience um, of almost losing her husband and having to revive him and looking at life in a different way. And Kim and I definitely align when it comes to legacy. She's also got a company called Legacy by Kim. And that episode, not only did a lot of our listeners end up in tears, but Kim and I were pretty much in tears. So if you're going to go back and listen to that episode, make sure you have your Kleenex. Coming in at number four, we have Jamisa McIver Bennett. And that episode was called Changing the Money Mindset of Millions. And that was released in 2019, uh, November 3rd. Now, Jamisa is one of the very few guests that I've had on multiple times. And this young woman is brilliant. When we first connected, she had reached out to me multiple times to pitch herself to be on the podcast as a guest. And the first couple of times, I paid it no mind. And I was so glad when we finally did connect. And I believe the first episode at the time, she was maybe just under 20 properties. And she was, I believe, 26, 27 at the time. Um, She had made Forbes list. But this young lady has taken her adversities and not only become a multimillionaire, but is teaching many others how to do the same through real estate. And we've had her back on the show discussing not only her shift in mindset and her shift in lifestyle and impact, but we had her back on again during the pandemic and She's just phenomenal. She has completely skyrocketed and now entered into circles of other thought leaders that I have looked up to for years. And this young woman is, I don't even know if she's hit 30 as yet, Um, you know, owns 30 properties, no mortgages, is teaching basketball players how to invest in real estate so they don't squander off their money. But she is the real deal. Then we have Natalie Wilson. The episode is called A Glimpse Into Her High Heel Diary. That episode was released March 7th, 2020. And Natalie is a phenomenal, resilient woman. She has her own brand, which also has a heel stiletto theme. But she is a cancer survivor multiple times. And she is definitely out to make an impact. Then we have Heather Chauvin. This episode was titled Woman in Control, and it was released December 31st, 2020. Heather and I have had a couple of conversations. I've been on her podcast. She's been on mine. We are both moms. We both had our cancer scares. We've both had so much in common. And uh, I definitely cried having this conversation as well. And we've had a lot of feedback on this episode. So if you're about needing the inspiration to show up for yourself, Um, it's definitely an episode that you want to go back and listen to. 
Coming in at number seven, we have Linda Rose, Aligning with Your Core Values. This episode was released July 8th, 2021. And Linda, um, she is the head of Mary Kay Canada. And she shared her story of, you know, trying to be a mom in the corporate world. And, you know, now a single mom still in the corporate world, still making an impact, but sticking to your core values, sticking to what you truly believe in, um, you know, your, your heart centered values and not steering away from that. And then we have our trailer episode, which comes in at, what is that? Number eight. (laughs) And then number nine was our episode with Christina Ray titled Against All Odds, which was released October 14th, 2021. Now, Christina Ray made it into the top three, I believe, on America's uh, Got Talent. I watched her audition episode. I cried when she got the golden buzzer. You know, she shared her story of being homeless with her little boy. And even, I believe it was a year later that we did the the interview. But at the time, because of, I believe it was mold in her home, she was once again um, homeless with her son. Now we've stayed connected through social media. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting when we see people on television or doing well on social, the assumptions that we make about their life. And this episode in particular stuck out to me because I want people to, to know that being famous or, you know, being on TV or having a huge following on social does not equate to stability. It does not equate to financial wealth. And regardless of what is happening in Christina's life, she has stayed a beacon of light. She has remained a source of inspiration for myself and many others. That title, Against All Odds, because not only as a plus-size woman, like she can dance, she has got an angelic voice and a beautiful, beautiful positive spirit. So please go back and check out that episode. And coming in at number 10, we have Adriana Bucci. The episode Narcissistic Abuse Recovery, Chronic Pain and Mind-Body Connection, which was released September 2nd, 2021. Now, on this episode, Adriana talks about the signs of recognizing narcissistic abuse. Um, you know, she discussed, you know, narcissistic parents. We both related on a lot of uh, the stories and things that we shared during that episode and we got a lot of feedback on that episode. A lot of women that reached out to also share with me their experience of narcissistic abuse and how they were able to create boundaries for themselves, how they were able to heal and how their life has changed. So those are the top 10 most popular episodes over the last four years. 
If you have not listened to those episodes, I would go back and take a listen. You definitely do not want to miss out on those. So what is to come? Well, I have had a bit of a shift in vision for the podcast. When I first started out the show, I knew I wanted to have the conversations and understand the mindset of these women that have displayed resilience, these women that inspired me. And I definitely want to continue to do that. But I've been feeling a heavy shift in wanting to not only change the name of the show, and we do have a name in mind, and I've asked some of you to uh, slide into my DMs on Instagram over at the Real McKinney Smith, and let me know any thoughts that you have about a name change or any suggestions that you have, because we would love your feedback. But if we don't find a new name that we feel resonates, we're going to go with the one that we have begun to work with so far. And the reason for that is because my focus is mainly on healing. As much as I've always believed that, you know, our stories matter and it's important to own our stories. And it took me a very long time to realize how resilient I am. It's hard. It's hard to be resilient. Social media may see the highlight reel and social media may see the beautiful moments and the inspirational moments. And I've said this before, I'm the type of person that I will share my scars once they've healed, not the wounds while they're still healing because outside sources can reopen those wounds and cause further damage and infect them. So I'm all about transparency. But in that process of sharing these stories on the podcast, I want the focus to be on how you can get through the healing today. I have been in a season of healing for the last few years since exiting that relationship in 20, goodness, 20, the end of 2019. And that has been my priority for myself. And I've been hearing from so many of you that that is a priority as well. So as a community, I would love to shift the focus of this podcast onto healing. Because it is one thing to be resilient. It is one thing to get back up every time you've been knocked down. But it's exhausting. How many times can you be knocked down before you give up, before you break? I've had so many moments where I thought, I can't do this anymore. I cannot continue to live like this. I will not survive. So having these conversations on the podcast, I want to shift the focus to healing. I want us to heal together as a community. So as part of the future plans for the show, we have listeners all over the globe. We have, I believe it's 50% of our listeners are actually in the U.S., We have a huge market of listeners in Canada. We have a huge community of listeners in the Caribbean, 
We have listeners in Australia, in Kenya, all over the globe. And I've always tried to maintain interviewing at least 50% of the women that are not local to Canada. And I've always tried to maintain sharing the stories of women of color. Now we have, again, like I said, listeners from all over the world. We've had guests from all over the world. And I want to continue to bring you the variety of stories because we are more alike than we are different. But I do find a need for more stories for women of color. So in the detailed section of this episode, there is a spot to submit guests. I would love if you could submit a woman of color who has overcome adversity, who is focusing on healing. We want to have more of those conversations. We want to have more conversations with women of color that are therapists, women of color that are psychologists. We want to have more conversations about healing, sharing stories of healing. We also are looking for investors. If you want to invest in the Walk of My Stilettos podcast, if you want to invest in keeping a platform like this available for us to have conversations about healing, about resilience, about authenticity and transparency, or if you know someone that is interested in in investing, you can either send me a DM or you can reach out to us at info at awalkinmystilettos.com. And if you have not heard the news, book number five drops November 1st. Renewing Your Mind, A Guide to Transforming Your World from Chaos to Clarity. You can find more information if you go to renewingyourmindbook.com. There'll be all the details of where you can purchase on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Walmart, Kobo, iBooks, or any other major online bookstore. Now, Thanks to those of you that follow on social. When we announced this back in August, we became a bestseller. So I want to thank you very much from the bottom of my heart, from myself and my co-author, Susanna Mihailovich, who is another one of Bob Proctor's mentees. We are so, so honored that you have invested to pre-order the book. And we are doing weekly Renewing Your Mind interview series. You can go over to our personal Facebook pages. I'll add the link in the details so you can watch those interviews as well. But I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for taking the time. I want to thank each and every one of you that continue to listen every week to help the show globally rank in the top 1.5% most popular shows out of almost 3 million podcasts. I cannot thank you enough. Because of you, we are celebrating our four-year anniversary of the podcast. Who knew when I started four years later that we would be here? I certainly didn't. (laughs) 
So I want to thank you. And if you've received any value from hearing this week's episode, I would love to hear what your aha moment was. Feel free to screenshot the episode and tag me on Instagram at the real McKinney Smith. And if you can think of anyone that received value from this episode, please share it with them. I honestly, I cannot thank you guys enough. So continue to walk in greatness in your stilettos in a manner.